Ladies and gentlemen, live from the world's most beautiful city, San Francisco, California, Ring Talk, your inside look into the world of boxing and mixed martial arts. I expose people to magic. I expose them to something they're never otherwise going to see in their boring, normal lives. And I gave that to them. Ring Talk on Sports Byline is brought to you by the World Boxing Organization and ringtalk.com. That's how I roll. And now, the host of the longest-running fight show in history. Radical people like Sean Penn and Mel Gibson and Colin Farrell and Pedro Fernandez. Radical people. Damas y caballeros, bienvenidos, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Sports Byline Broadcast Network and Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Your inside look into the world of boxing and MMA. Straight up, my name is Pedro Fernandez. I am the reigning, the defending, the undisputed heavyweight champion of the radio airways, having defended that title out for better than three decades. Straight up today, we talk an hour of boxing and an hour of MMA right here on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network all across America, of course, live at sportsbyline.com, iHeartRadio.com, Sirius XM Satellite Radio. We can go on and on, but the bottom line is there's a plethora of internet platforms. You can catch Ring Talk Live Worldwide, and of course, my website as well, Ring Talk Live Worldwide, R-I-N-G-T-A-L-K, ringtalk.com. Well, big weekend in the world of boxing, big weekend in the world of MMA. We'll go to boxing first, of course, Danny Garcia. Formerly the world junior welterweight champion out of Philadelphia, PA. Undefeated now, 31-0. Still looking good. 18 knockouts. Stopped the, uh, in a predictable fight, stopped the undersized and older Pauli Malignaggi. Of course, best known for his Showtime commentating, commentating now. And I think that's what we should go back to. I mean, because he got he got beat up last night. And you want to see Pauli beat up because Pauli's one of those guys that's so articulate that is able to break down a fight on television, this and that. And you know, if he gets broken down a couple of more times like Danny Garcia broke him down last night... He won't be breaking down nothing except Excedrin bottles. Bottom line is a headache for Paul, Mon- Paul Malinaji last night getting retired in the ninth round. This is Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Danny Garcia, USC. Hey, Ronda Rousey. Only took her 24 seconds this time. Scott Cuddy wants to fight her. Straight up, Scott Cuddy and Ronda Rousey, USC, maybe 200 come uh, down the pike. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. You're inside. Look at the world of boxing this hour. one 800 878-7529 is 1-800-878-7529. The Skype line. Yeah, we're 21st century. That's happening as well. Call me on the Skype line. The address, Sports Byline and the number two. This is Ring Talk Live Worldwide on Sports Byline, iHeartRadio, Sirius XM Satellite Radio, and the American Forces Network. Call about the time you do show Tired of calls, levies, and liens from the IRS or hiring others who don't get the job done? Call Wall and Associates and you'll never talk to the IRS again. The IRS has a program to eliminate tax debt and Wall and Associates professionals are trained to maximize its benefits for you. You always speak with a live person with real support and real knowledge. We've helped thousands of taxpayers like you settle their tax debt with the IRS for a fraction of what they owe. We solve tax problems. Call Wall and Associates now. 800-480-5708. We have the professionals who know how to solve tax problems. If you owe money to the IRS, your tax problems are not going away by themselves. And the passage of time will only make matters worse. Act now before it's too late. Call Wall and Associates right now to speak to a professional tax relief agent. Call 800-480-5708. That's 800-480-5708. Again, 800-480-5708. Hi, Rick Tittle here. You may know me as the sports talk host. I can talk about all sports, football, basketball, baseball, hockey, soccer, golf, tennis, auto racing, boxing, Olympics, rollerball. But this time I'm here to talk about pain. If you have pain in your knee or your back like I do, then you should know about the Health Alert Hotline. If Medicare is your primary insurance, then you could qualify for a back or knee brace at little or no charge. I have an old injury from my football playing days. And anything that can help take that pain away and make it more manageable, that has my attention. I love the free delivery, and they take care of the paperwork for you. So if you have Medicare and need help for back, ankle, knee, or shoulder pain, please call the Health Alert Hotline at 800-428-1570. That's 800-428-1570. Agents are standing by 24-7, so go ahead and call now, 800-428-1570. 
Don't complain about your cable bill going up and up and up. Do something about it. Grab a pencil and jot down this special number. Call 877-499-MY-TV. The more cable TV rates go up, the better digital satellite TV looks. So cancel the cable and get more of your favorite channels in 100% digital quality for less money. Call 877-499-MY-TV. Right now, to sign up for packages starting as low as $24.99 and there's no equipment to buy. You get free HD TV upgrade, a free DVR upgrade, and free professional professional installation you control what you watch when you watch it record your favorite shows pause and rewind live tv even skip the commercials watch local channels too at just $24.99 what are you waiting for pull out your major credit or debit card call 877-499-MY-TV that's 877-499-MY-TV cancel the cable cut costs and get more call now 877-499-MY-TV that's 877-499-MY-TV down goes Frazier! Down goes Frazier! Down goes Frazier! The heavyweight champion is taking the mandatory eight count, and Foreman is as poised as can be! Now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. If you give me enough money, I'll fight my own mother. Got my mind made up. Come on, you can get it, get it, get it, get it, get it. One of the great calls in fight history, no question about it, January 1973, Howard Cosell. The mouth that roared, of course, man, what a what a character he was. What a personality, folks. And speaking of personalities, um, I got some emails this week, in fact, two different emails, stating, why don't I tell more stories on air? Well, they like my storytelling. The bottom line is, there's plenty of time for storytelling, folks. I'm going to be here a long, long time. So the stories, I'll put some together. And, of course, they're all original because they all involve me. So when you're there, when you've witnessed history and things like that, you don't have to pontificate and, you know, add to things. You just tell it like it is. Speaking of telling it like it is, I'll be honored with the return of KP Kevin Perry in about 10, 12 minutes here. We'll talk about the state of boxing as a whole with the writer extraordinaire out of Las Vegas, Kevin Perry, KP. Uh, bottom line is last night, as I said, Danny Garcia moving up to now welterweight, 31 and zip. Turns back Paulie Malinaji. Malinaji loses for the seventh time as a pro against 33 wins. He's only got like seven or eight knockouts, so he just couldn't punch. I mean, Paulie's sort of like a gunfighter that's always went to a gunfight, like with only a couple of bullets. And the other guy's got a full load. You know what I'm saying? The guy's got a full clip, and you're only coming in with a couple of bullets. I mean, he's never really been able to keep guys off him. And when he did try to punch early on in his career, he kept breaking his hands. So he had to learn to fight somewhat defensively and uh, to score points and things like that. And former U.S. Uh, Golden Glove champion back, I believe, in 1995 or 1996, fighting out of Brooklyn, fought at home last night, and he was retired. I mean, if he doesn't retire, what can I say? Uh, Paulie's not as smart as I thought he was because I always thought, and I had him on the show many, many years ago. God, we go back almost 20 years. But I had him on the, sh- on the show many years ago, and I always said that his future was going to be in broadcasting. He used to tell him that time and time again. Pretty soon, you'll be doing this or something else. And, of course, he is now the Showtime commentator. So straight up, Hopefully, Paulie Malinaji realizes and sees the writing on the wall and gets out of the biz as far as the actual uh, fighting is concerned. Sergio Mora, remember him? I interviewed him, God, back in 19, oh, 2004 when he won the Contender TV uh, Championship on NBC. Of course, Sylvester Stallone was involved with that and Sugar Ray Leonard. And that was at the, I think it was at Caesars Palace in Las Vegas. That's right, it was the Caesars. And I uh, got into a fight with a girl that night. Eh, she was my, she hey, the girl was doing the filming for me, and I was filming Sly Stallone, okay? And she wanted, like, to, you know, get a picture, a selfie or some kind of stuff with Sly Stallone. And I didn't really want to do that. I didn't want to impose on the guy and ask him for a picture because he's already a bit of a turd. You know, he's always got his nose turned up, and he, like, like he's got like he's got some dookie on his upper lip or something like that. You know, something on his upper lip. Anyway, so she gets mad because I don't introduce her to Sly Stallone, although she's doing the filming. So she basically throws a video camera at me and leaves. Eh, what can I say? I haven't seen her since. But the bottom line is... <laughs> Uh, Sergio Mora did win that contender championship that night. I think it was worth a million bucks, and that was at a 160 pounds. And then he fought at 154 pounds, turning back the late Vernon Forrest, and then losing to Vernon Forrest, I believe, in a rematch. Now he's fighting at 160, went in last night against the, the guy that KO'd cancer, Danny Jacobs. Of course, uh, unbeaten uh, out of Brooklyn, New York. Good fighter. Um, not a great fighter, but a good fighter. And, you know, more as well, way past his peak. But last night, they hooked it up in this in this fight. Boom, and they were cracking each other in the first round. Both guys went down. And both guys went down hard, okay? And then the second round, uh, legs got tangled, punches were being thrown, and Sergio Mora's uh, ankle snapped. First, I was a little bit suspicious because he said, I heard something pop in my knee. And then he said, and then he was wrapping his ankle. So I'm sitting there looking at the TV saying, what's going on here? Is it his ankle or his knee? 
And according to a tweet by the Latin snake this morning, says, X-ray show I was TKO'd by a vulsion fracture on my right ankle and not by Danny Jacobs. Yeah, right. Anyway, uh, a rematch? I don't think so. Danny Jacobs is probably going to go for the Battle of Brooklyn against Kid Chocolate Peter Quillen. That will be a big fight as far as Brooklyn's concerned. Of course, that would take care of the take place in the Barclays Center where Al Heyman's got a great contract and great fights going. Of course, that's in Brooklyn, New York, the home of the Brooklyn Nets. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. You're inside looking to the world of boxing this segment. Hour number two, the upcoming hour, we're going to talk Ronda Rousey. Ronda Rousey and more Ronda Rousey. Hour number two, we're talking MMA, USC on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network, iHeartRadio, Sirius XM, Satellite Radio, and of course, for all the troops out there digging this on the American Forces Network. So Danny Garcia comes back. Uh, you know, does his thing at welterweight, eh, somewhat successful. It didn't look a little flat to me. I think that Danny may have been his best at 140. I think we're starting to see the the uh, the downside of Danny Garcia. Of course, he's only 30 years old, 31 years old, but he's fighting out of Philadelphia. Danny Garcia is now 31 as zip, as I said. But I think we're starting to see the, the, the uh, mm, he's not rising anymore. I'm not trying to say he's fall, but maybe he's like leveled out as far as his abilities are concerned because I thought he really should have, uh, been able to connect with those home runs he was throwing last night on Paulie Malignaggi. For the most part, he looked like uh, Babe Ruth swinging and missing for the most part. When he did connect, it was it did its damage, but he didn't connect enough, I thought, for all the bombs that he was throwing and being the undefeated world junior welterweight champion, moving up to 147, I thought he should have looked a little bit more. Uh, I, I, thought he should, I thought he should put a little bit more into it. Bottom line is his father runs things, Angel Garcia and those two guys, are uh, plotting a a move at 147. Of course, 147 now is Kell Brook, the IBF title holder. I think he's like 27 and 0, something like that, out of the UK, who I think is probably the best at 147. A lot of people don't want to fight him. And then you've got Amir Khan fighting out of the uh, the UK as well via Pakistan. Big, big guy as far as the, the Middle East are concerned. His numbers, man, he really doesn't have to. He could fight Scott Cuddy and make 10 million bucks. He could fight me and make 20. Uh, he he just he can fight anybody. It doesn't matter. This guy's like a god in Pakistan and in the Middle East, so that everybody wants to see him. In the UK, he's the bigger star than Kell Brook is, and Kell Brook is the IBF champion and undefeated. Anyway, Amir Khan, that's another good fighter. Floyd Mayweather, I don't really consider Floyd Mayweather part of the mix at 147 anymore. I just don't. I mean, why should I? I mean, he's he fights once in a while. His fights aren't exciting. As I told you before, if he was in porno movies or in X-rated films, he'd be run out of the business because there's never a money shot with Floyd Mayweather. I mean, the excitement stops when the bell rings. The first bell, not the last one, the first bell. So, for the most part, he's been impotent as far as excitement's concerned the last few years. I mean, I can't, I, I, it just, it, it blows me away that people are so enamored with his abilities. Yeah, he's got some skills, but, you know, he's putting forth basically an amateur style, and he's winning with this amateur style. Jab, jab, right-hand move. Jab, jab, right-hand move. Doesn't throw too many hooks. Doesn't commit himself. I mean, for the most part, he's just unexciting. Making a lot of money, give him his props. He's making a lot of money. But exciting, you wouldn't put exciting in Floyd Mayweather in the same sentence, let alone the same paragraph. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. You're inside looking to the world of boxing and MMA. Open phone lines coast to coast. 1-800-878-7529. That's 1-800-878-7529. The Skype line is happening as well. The address uh, sports byline and the number two and of course the Twitter thing. I'm going to start doing this Twitter thing. Scott Cuddy says I got to do the Twitter thing more. So the hashtag and then Ring Talk R I N G T A L K. This is Ring Talk live worldwide via the Sports Byline Broadcast Network. Hi, I'm Dr. Robert Clapper, Chief of Orthopedic Surgery at Cedars-Sinai Medical Group in Los Angeles, California. Dedicated to your health, your life, and your sports. As a weekend warrior, you know about sports injuries and pain. Exercise is an important element in keeping your body's core in good shape to minimize sports injuries. But when you are in pain, there is one product that I recommend to my patients, and that is Blue Goo Gel. Blue Goo consists of a proprietary formula developed specifically for the treatment of inflammation and general muscle aches and strains. I recommend Blue Goo for my patients coping with hip and knee pain before surgery, especially bursitis and tendonitis. Give Blue Goo a try. Call 1-888-330-0123 and you'll receive a one-week supply of Blue Goo 
absolutely free. The makers of Blue Goo are even paying the shipping. The number again is 1-888-330-0123. If you want more information on Blue Goo, visit online at www.dothegoo.com. Now available at select big five stores near you. When you struggle with credit card bills every month, you're not just in debt. Debt is all around you. I see people every day that are on the brink. They're going to go over the edge, and at the bottom is bankruptcy, and we pull them back. At the Debt Helpline, we're experts at helping you resolve your debt problems and become free of debt. We can help you pay off your debt and give you one lower monthly payment that you can afford. You do get to consolidate your payments. You only have to worry about making one payment a month instead of making three or four or five. If you have $5,000, $10,000 or more in credit card bills, call the Debt Helpline now for a free confidential debt analysis. 800-957-6063. 800-957-6063. Call the CESI Debt Helpline right now for a free confidential debt review. 800-957-6063. 800-957-6063. Are you struggling with addiction or alcohol problems? If you're depressed, drinking, and using drugs, you may need help, and your insurance may offer coverage. I knew I could get myself out of this. I just needed some hope and some help. I took the first step to recovery when I made the call. Call the Addiction Hope and Helpline now for a free assessment with someone who cares. Call 800-521-3214. 800-521-3214. I feel like I'm losing control. I'm afraid I'll lose my job or even my family. Call now for hope and help with proven gentle recovery programs. I never thought that I could be somebody who didn't drink and use drugs. I'm in recovery, getting the help I need. Call the Addiction Hope and Helpline now for a free assessment with someone who cares. Call 800-521-3214. 800-521-3214. Well, I'm on Ring Talk, and as you know, this is one of the first shows that got onto the Internet. Uh, my friend Pedro is a true fighter in his own uh, his own uh, mind, I should say. But he really is. I seen him exercising the other day, getting ready for somebody. I don't know who it is because everybody is taking shots at him. So I see him getting himself in good condition so that he could fire back. Never been one to say die. Never been one to hide out. He comes on damn the torpedoes, full steam ahead. Now more of Ring Talk. With Pedro Fernandez. Pedro, let me let me tell, let me tell you something, man. Congratulations on your long time in radio. You are your team, and for your ratings, man. I was reading about that. I'm very uh, impressed with you, Pedro. Twenty-four minutes past hour. This is Ring Talk Live. Worldwide, there are times in your life when you step on an appendage, or you act like a turtle. You do things that that you really don't want to do, and you end up doing. You're, in, you know, ticked off about it later. But the bottom line is, yo, people, apologies, and I'm giving one right here, live on the air, to Mister KP Kevin Perry. Kevin, how are you this morning, sir? I'm really good, man. Doing well. Okay, look good enough. Let's let's talk boxing straight up. Of course, we've got. <laughs> Al Heyman's just taking over the game. Of course, the card last night on ESPN, the card today is going to be tonight on Bounce TV. I mean, I think he's doing a good job of it, but, you know, people are saying control, monopoly, things like that. Is it a, is he trying to control everything? Is he trying to control too much? I mean, is there any room for competition if Al Heyman's the godfather of boxing, Kevin? Um, I, I think there's room for competition. I, I just think um, Al Heyman, uh, he's in a good spot. Um, the, the thing with Heyman, which um, he's getting a lot of criticism, but at the same time, I mean, the guy's spending, uh, well, he's not spending his own money. He's spending <laughs> these investors' money. But either way, they're, they're, they're buying the time. So it's kind of hard to really um, criticize the guys when they're the ones taking the risk. You know, the, these other promoters, um, they don't want to spend their own money to advance the sport of boxing. Um, you can always kind of criticize whatever – Al Heyman's uh, motives are as, you know, trying to monopolize the sport, but he is spending uh, these investors' money, and uh, the fighters are getting paid well, and uh, that's always been a big problem with uh, fighters getting screwed over by promoters, so you got to give them uh, big ups to that, 
some of the fights are um, they're pretty pretty decent. Actually, last night was a pretty decent card, so I don't want to really rip the guy too much, you know, and give give the guy a chance. I mean, he's been doing it for the last uh, six to nine months of the year with this new uh, premier boxing champion, so. Let's try to give him the benefit of the doubt at this point. I don't think he needs the benefit of the doubt. I think he's doing fine. I, I really do. I mean, the card last night at ESPN, that was a quality card, no question about it. And that, that curtain raise between Danny Jacobs and Sergio Mora, of course, there was a drama involved with that, with both guys going down in the first round. I mean, it was great for as long as it lasted. I mean, of course, the guy ended up with a broken ankle. I'm talking about Sergio Mora. And, and now Danny Jacobs probably headed towards a, a fight with Peter Quillen, I think, for the Battle of Brooklyn or something like that. And, of course, Al Heyman's got both those guys. Uh, that's going to be a good fight. Who would you favor there, Quillen or Jacobs? Um, I'll probably favor I'll, I'll favor Quillen because um, Jacobs, from what I see, doesn't have a good chin. I mean, he's been knocked out before by Dimitri Perog years ago. He, he did have some excuses. Uh, he had cancer. <laughs> he had um, cancer. Yeah, and, it's, yeah. <laughs> and his, uh, his grandma, I believe, died that week, so he had some personal issues going on. But, I mean, they get dropped by a guy with only, what, seven, eight KOs and Sergio Mora. This is not a good sign. And Quillen, I mean, he's not the greatest fighter in the world, but he can punch. And um, if so he can, can uh, well, but I, I got to go with Quillen. All right, all right I, 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 I'll back you on that one. I'll go with Quillen. But Quillen looked like dirt against uh, Andy Lee. And Andy Lee is not that good of a fighter. Andy Lee can crack a little bit with that right hook, and his left cross is a little bit awkward fighting from the southpaw stance. Got good, decent height to him, but he's he. I wouldn't call him an accomplished boxer anyway. And Peter Quillen was getting outworked by that guy. Um, you know, I, I don't know if I want to disagree with you there about Andy Lee. I think Andy Lee is a good fighter. He's a good boxer, and he's shown uh, ability to box at times. But I think he's kind of kind of reminds me a little bit of Brandon Rios. Uh, I know it's kind of a weird comparison, but he's had some good knockouts. Um, you know, the one against uh, Korobov and some come, back, come from behind knockouts. And I think since then he's become like a one-trick pony that just he doesn't throw combinations, um, he doesn't box. It's like he's just trying to land one big shot all the time. And I remember early in his, earlier in his career when uh, he was with Emmanuel Stewart, uh, when Emmanuel Stewart was uh, still alive, rest in peace, uh, he showed good boxing skills, and he's kind of went away from that and just trying to land all power shots all the time. Well, I, I just thought that he, I didn't think, you know, I've never been really, really impressed with him. I mean, he's got big power with the right hook, no question about it, and, and he's awkward, and he's he's got to, you know, but nah, he's almost a face fighter, though. I mean, he's turned himself almost into a face fighter, going for that one shot, willing to commit himself, willing to put his chin out there. And against Quillen, I think he could probably get away with it. But, you know, against a guy like Gennady Golovkin, I think he'd be lunch meat. Yeah, I mean, and I think it's the same story with, with Andy Lee and all of his fights nowadays. Um, he normally gets that boxed a little bit because he's just trying to land one big shot, and Golovkin would probably uh, run right through him, but he got that big right hook. I mean, he's he's dangerous till the end. So, I mean, if he could land a shot like that on Golovkin, uh, Golovkin, I believe, has a good chin, but you'd actually probably want to see that fight just, just for the element of surprise and see if uh, – Andy Lee could land one of those big shots and how a Triple G would react. <clears throat> Triple G has no problem reacting to punches. You'll watch. Triple B is going to go. It's going to be a long, long time before he ever gets beat at his, at his weight, 160 pounds. He may lose when he moves up in weight, but he's not going to lose at 160. There's nobody at 160. There's nobody at 154 that can beat him. Um, I, think, I think he's a special fighter. I mean, people don't want to give him his props. And Andre Ward's one of those guys. I, I had Andre on the show a couple of months ago before he uh, took out the hapless Paul Smith over there in Oakland, California. And when I brought up Gennady Golovkin, he goes, I don't even want to talk about that. I mean, he almost threw a tiss, a fit. I don't want to talk about that guy. I've done too much talking about that guy. Well, you know, the bottom line is the guy's, you know, making making news. I mean, people want, to, people want to watch him fight. His ratings have been through the roof. I think that his ratings would trump Andre Ward's because Andre hasn't been on TV enough. I mean, that one fight on PET was on Black Entertainment Television against Paul Smith a couple of months ago or a month ago, promoted by the um, Jay-Z and his Rock Nation Sports. I mean, I give them props for that. They probably got into a lot of homes across America. But I still think that, that Andre Ward is not yet a proven commodity as far as his ratings are concerned, as far as his pay-per-view numbers are concerned. That's really a question mark. And that's what I think 
Kevin, they're going to do with uh, Gennady Golovkin. They're testing the pay-per-view waters in October with that guy David Lemieux. Yeah, I, I think that should be a good fight. Um, I, I think um, it should be a decent test for Golovkin, but Lemieux is good puncher. But he's, he lost a couple of fights to, uh, who did he lose to? Uh, Marco Antonio Rubio. And then he lost to Joaquin Alcine out of Canada, who was actually past his prime at that time. So I don't really give him too much of a shot besides a puncher's chance. But, I mean, he's going to really have to turn into a dogfight to uh, to beat Golovkin. And actually a dogfight probably favors uh, Gennady Golovkin. So, I mean, it's, it'll be interesting. But I, I think most of the, the criticism on Golovkin is he, he gets a lot of praise for beating guys that are B and C level um, fighters, and, and and that's not really his fault. I mean, no, none of the top guys at 160 want to fight him, so he can only fight the guys that are in front of him. And I think that's where the criticism uh, that Ward has of him is he's getting a lot of accolades when Ward has actually beaten much uh, higher level fighters than uh, Gennady Golovkin has at this point, okay. whether it's Golovkin's fault or not. Okay, War, I'm going to be the, the anti-Ward guy here for you for a second, okay? Ward's only fought one time almost the last two years. It was against a guy that, that it was to call hapless would be a, maybe a compliment. He came into Oakland overweight. He really didn't care. He went in there. He went as, as long as he could, and, he went, and, of course, Andre Ward's a superior fighter, took him out like he should have. Um, but Ward hasn't fought in two years. You know, what have you done for me lately? I mean, you can't talk about the Super Six tournament anymore, uh, Kevin. That was four years ago. No, I, I understand what you're saying, but he, I, I guess the the thing is, uh, Ward gets a lot of criticism for fighting a guy like Paul Smith. But you could look at uh, Gennady Golovkin's last three opponents, and they're about at the same level as Paul Smith. Maybe Paul Smith is a little worse, or but I mean, either way, I mean, most of these guys are um, no hopers. I mean, when you see Guys go into fights and they're 30, 40 to 1 favorites. I mean, those aren't real fights. Yeah, but he's not the 40 to 1 favorites over these guys. And, and I mean, nothing like that. And he's got 22 straight KOs in his career. He's running on his 22nd knockout in a row. I mean, you know, when guys move up in class, and you know this, I mean, early on, they're knocking everybody down. I mean, but boom, big time. These guys look like great punchers. Then when you move them up in class, especially towards around the B level and the B plus level, this and that, they're not knocking guys out anymore. Okay, and then all of a sudden they're winning on points. So the knockout power really wasn't there. But this guy has continued to possess that knockout power, and he's fighting, you know, he's fighting 20, 22 straight knockouts, man. Good Lord, I don't think I don't think Ray Robinson ever went on a roll like that. No, I mean, I, I, I agree with you there. I mean, he's looking very impressive beating the guys that are in front of him. Again, you gotta him, again. You've got to give him credit for that. But I think what people or his detractors want to see is him fight elite level fighters and unfortunately the elite level fighters in his division don't really want to fight him. Well he's gonna so fight he, Andre Ward. Gonna be criticism there. And to say that again, sorry? He's gonna Kevin Perry's our guest folks. He's gonna he's gonna fight Andre Ward. So like I think it's been agreed to or it's been uh that's where Rock Nation Sports wants to go. They want to go in that direction with a Gennady Golovkin fight because if they go in that direction and they put it on pay-per-view or HBO, they won't have any problems with any Al Heyman issues or any top-rank issues or anything like that because it'll be Jay-Z, Rock's Nation, and Gennady Golovkin's people, of course, Tom Loeffler of K2 Promotions. So those are both neutral entities in this boxing war. And there's a boxing war going on. The boxing establishment is trying to put a hit out on Al Heyman through the Association of Boxing Commissions and the U.S. Attorney General. Are you of the same agreement on that one? But agreement that they should be suing him? No, no, agreement that, that, that the boxing establishment has tried to get Loretta Lynch to be their hit man or the hit person going after Al Heyman? Oh, yeah. I mean, I think they definitely feel threatened by uh, the business model that, uh, that PBC has created, which is uh, time buying on television. It puts uh, a lot of the, uh, the rival promoters, as you would say. About, I don't know if you want to consider... Al Heyman, a promoter, considering he's an advisor. He does work with uh, other promoters, but they basically um, don't like the business model that, that he has, and they feel that he's breaking the law. And it's just their, you know, in their best interest, I guess they feel, to uh, try to eliminate that business model he's created with buying time on networks and, you know, kind of buying up some of these uh, dates at different arenas and kind of squatting on venues. 
So, I mean, they, they have a legitimate gripe. I, I, don't, I don't think know. so. I don't think so because competition is what makes this world go round. If there's no competition, listen, these guys have had it their own way for the past 25 years. Since 1990 and TV KO, it's been pay-per-view, okay? It's been pay-per-view for the most part since then. And they've made a lot of money on it. HBO, of course, splits the or the, the cable company splits the price with the uh, with the promoter. So if it's twenty bucks, each entity gets ten dollars. They've made millions of dollars along the way. And 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 you know that some of those fights that Top Rank was putting on pay per view, if they only get seventy thousand people in the country to pull into a pay per view at ten bucks a pop, you know that's seven hundred. You know what I'm saying? The seven hundred thousand dollars. There's more money you can imagine if they get twenty. You know, hundred bucks. Out of it, they're getting more money. But the bottom line is pay-per-view is sort of put the boxing fan in the dust. And now the boxing fan's coming back live with Al Heyman. This is Ring Talk Live Worldwide, 1-800-878-7529. This is the Sports Byline Broadcast Network. Your summer going strong with great savings right now at Lowe's. Like $30 off select Project Source vanities, now only $39. Plus save up to $20 off select paint and primer, stain and sealant, and resurfacers. Don't miss out on summer's biggest savings at Lowe's. Lowe's, never stop improving. Vanity offer valid 722 through 84. Excludes Alaska and Hawaii. Paint offer valid 722 through 817. Valid on 114 through 640 fluid ounce containers only. See store or Lowe's.com for details and exclusions. U.S. only. We paid less for our Craftmatic today than we did 20 years ago. If you're still searching for the perfect solution to a good night's sleep, call now for prices and free information on today's Craftmatic adjustable beds. And then decide when you see how little they cost. Discover Craftmatic for less, up to 50% less than today's leading memory foam brand. Call 1-800-414-1051. That's 1-800-414-1051. 1-800-414-1051. Call now. Protective Insurance Specialist is a referral service that connects you to a licensed agent. Availability, waiting periods, and limitations vary by state. Not major medical. Certain plans require association membership. After my husband passed away, we couldn't pay the mortgage, make car payments, or pay bills. Sometimes even having enough food was a problem. All of a sudden, our financial security, gone. You've made plans for the future. College for the kids. Retirement. Have you thought of the unexpected curves life can throw at you? Ask yourself, what if... Wait till something happens to your family, or make sure you're ready with coverage by calling Protectum Insurance Specialists. Get term life insurance, accident insurance, critical illness insurance, all in one. Just minutes on the phone. No medical exams, no health questions, and guaranteed acceptance. It's coverage you don't get from your health insurance. Call for a free quote, 800-473-0563. Get cash fast directly to you when you need it, and use it for whatever you want. Call toll-free, 800-473-0563. 800-473-0563. My joints used to kill me. I'd wake up with stiff knees and a stiff back, and it wouldn't get much better throughout the day. I went to doctors and took almost every supplement you can think of, and nothing seemed to help. Then I found something called Oil Can Joint Lubricant. They use only top-of-the-line, all-natural ingredients, and I know many companies make similar claims, but here's the big difference. Oil can ingredients are scientifically formulated to work together faster than anything else in the marketplace. That's guaranteed. I take oil can every day. My knee pain was gone. It's just a few days. So if you have knee pain, back pain, and you've tried everything, try Oil Can Joint Lubricant risk-free right now. I'm confident you'll have fewer aches and pains within days, or we will gladly refund your money. Call right now. 800-989-1795-800-989-1795-800-989-1795. Now more of Ring Talk. With Pedro Fernandez. We're looking for Walter Palmer. Does anybody know who Walter Palmer is? He's the turd, of course, the Minnesota-based, Bloomington, uh, Minnesota-based dentist that shot Cecil the Lion. Of course, this has caused an outrage, and I wrote an article earlier in the week at ringtalk.com. I went off subject and talked about Cecil, and I did it in an investigative manner. And what I mean mean by that is I went to several news sources, went to some public records and things like that, and, and looked up this guy, Walter Palmer, like you would if you were a private investigator, as I am. 
And uh, I, I just laid it out there. And this, the story went viral as far as ringtalk.com is concerned. I just went crazy. It was number four on Google for a while. Um, but the bottom line is, you know, people have made outrage over this, and I was outraged over it. But, you know, I'm even more outraged over people getting shot in the back and, and things like that, and people being choked together for selling loose cigarettes and that kind of stuff. You know, I'm still a little, a little bit more concerned with that. But, unfortunately, that is like, ho-hum. Well, another guy got shot or another guy got choked or another guy this and that. You know, this is so what? Uh, no big thing. But the lion? Oh, got to get that guy, that dentist. Well, I agree the dentist has got to be gotten, but... So do the other people doing the uh, shooting here in the U.S. of A. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. This hour, you're inside looking to the world of boxing. Of course, last night, ESPN, of course, uh, came with a Saturday night show. Danny Garcia, the world junior welterweight champion, moving up in weight, taking out Pauli Malignaggi. Not a whole lot there. No drama. I mean, you could have wrote the, the script of this one. You could have wrote the story uh, before the fight. That's how easily predictable it was. You could have wrote the story before the fight. And of course, Danny Jacobs, the cancer survivor, took out Sergio Mora when Sergio Mora ripped his ankle apart in the second round when he dropped. Of course, Ronda Rousey and Beth Correa didn't last too long. We'll talk about that in hour number two. Of course, UFC 190 emanating from Brazil, Rio de Janeiro, the home of the UFC. Bottom line is it was a fantastic fight card topped by the <laughs> always so quick Ronda Rousey. Now, you're not a Ronda Rousey fan, are you, Kevin Perry? Um, it's not like a huge fan. but You I, had I to think about the, uh, that. I, had... I, did, I, did, I did see the fight yesterday. I mean, she... She looked uh, pretty impressive, but then um, I actually wrote a story about it uh, a couple of days ago uh, for, for uh, my new website, uh, konation.com. I just had to give myself a plug there. Okay. But um, the, the girl, was uh, she went to college and got an accounting degree and didn't start fighting MMA, I think, until about the age of 26 years old. So that was just not a good sign for me. I, I think the talent level in uh, women's MMA is very lacking, and uh, – Ronda Rousey is just a hell of an athlete, and she's a former Olympian, I believe, in uh, in judo. I think she won a, a bronze or mm-hmm. a silver medal or something. So, I mean, she's very accomplished as far as fighting goes. And I think most of the girls are kind of, you know, kind of starting a little bit late because the sport a few years ago, uh, Dana White even said uh, they would never even have women in MMA, and now Ronda Rousey's the biggest star. It's pretty ironic, huh? It is ironic. Here's a question for you. Why is it that Floyd Mayweather fans have a big problem with Ronda Rousey? Because she's a chick and she's white and she's, like, knocking guys dead? Mike Tyson said she's the most uh, thrilling fighter he's seen since himself. And that that's quite a, a statement for him to say that. Well, I think the majority of uh, Floyd Mayweather fans, they're not boxing fans. They're Floyd Mayweather fans. I think that's what the issue is. Um, you go on some of these forums and anybody says anything bad about Mayweather, I mean, it's like, uh, ongoing conversation forever. So, I mean, it's either you like Mayweather or you hate him. There, there's usually not too many people in between there. Well, I think you can respect him for his abilities and things like that. I mean, I wouldn't want him to, uh, to I wouldn't want him going. Your daughter. I wouldn't want him dating my daughter, but here's what's up. I would, I would like some of my ex-girlfriends, maybe my ex-wife to date the guy. I mean, <laughs> I'm sorry. I didn't think that. Ah, that was low. Sorry about that, Floyd. <laughs> Notice I didn't rap on the girlfriends. I rapped on Floyd. Um, so Floyd Mayweather is going to fight one more time. It'll be in September, and it looks like oh, Andre, yeah, Andre Berto is going to be the uh, the opponent. Uh, you turned down the fight. A lot of guys have turned down the fight. Uh, Kareem, I, May- I, asked, I asked for the fight. I I wanted about a hundred thousand. They turned me down. All right. Well, the um, the uh, on, you know Kareem Mayfield from the city by the bay here. He didn't get the fight. I think he's a bit dis- disappointed over that. Boiled down to Kareem Mayfield or Andre Berto. Why is Floyd Mayweather pitches picking such what appears to be an, an easy mark to go out on? And is, anyway, and first of all, that's the first question. Second question is, is he really going out? Well, I think the reason why he's fighting Berto is because he can take an easy opponent uh, at this point because he made a Showtime so much money on that last fight. I mean, he probably feels like they, they owe him to just, yeah, I mean, and they can't really tell him who to fight because, you know, Floyd Mayweather is his own boss. Uh, he's made a great career out of uh, being a great businessman, and he's also a great fighter. So um, I, I don't know if you could say he's earned an easy fight, but it's not like uh, Showtime's going to be able to dictate what, a, what opponent um, he's going to fight at this point because he did fight Manny Pacquiao, and he did fight uh, Canelo Alvarez, and Showtime did pretty well in those fights. So I think as far as uh, from a deal standpoint, Showtime uh, – they, they made, some, made some pretty good money, so um, they're not going to make any money on this fight with Berto. 
and I'm not sure whether they're going to put that on pay-per-view or CBS uh, free TV or not, but at this point, I think Mayweather doesn't feel like he owes uh, anything to Showtime, and he's just going to go and uh, fight Berto, and when he defeats him, maybe he'll fight one more time, but I think uh, this last fight is going to be his last on the the Showtime contract, and then he can maybe do one more fight on uh, his own promotion uh, with uh, Al Heyman. I'm tired of I'm I'm tired of watching Floyd Mayweather. I don't I won't pay to watch a fight. I mean, I'll go places where he's he's being shown, but I'm not going to pay to watch him fight. And I really have I don't get excited when he fights. Am, am I alone on that, or are there other people that feel the same way? But I think the majority of the people um, don't really enjoy watching Floyd fight, but. He's very good at selling his bouts, and he kind of sells uh, people who buy Floyd Mayweather fights are either fans or they're people who are there to see uh, Floyd get knocked out because, you know, he's arrogant, he throws money around, um, you know, he's, he's, he's a villain. And um, it's kind of like what Muhammad Ali used to do back in the day. Uh, that was kind of Muhammad Ali's, his uh, kind of how he would play the public, and I think Floyd has been very successful at doing the same thing. The only difference is uh, Floyd's never really been in any entertaining fights. And uh, part of that is because of uh, his opponents haven't been able to figure figure him out. And also because Floyd just fights in a very defensive-oriented style. Interesting. Kevin Perry, there was a lawsuit filed a few days ago. I don't know if you saw it or not, but uh, uh, Demetrius Andrade and they, his promoters, I think Artie Palulu and Joe DeGuardia, uh, who co- co-promote him, um, former, I think he was a junior middleweight WBO title. It was just stripped, I believe. Of course, Jay-Z Nation, Jay-Z's Rock Nation sports are being sued. Jay-Z's only got what? He's got Andrade, and he's got Cotto, and he's got um, Andre Ward. Does he, have a, does he really have a stable outside of that? I don't believe he's uh, he's got any other uh, fighters on his, uh, his roster. Um, I know he does, I think, work with, some of uh, Kodo's fighters, because Kodo has his own uh, promotional company. But as far as that, I mean, it's pretty slim. So I'm really wondering how they're going to make money um, off these deals they got with Ward, because Ward isn't a big star. Um, he's been out of the ring a long time. And he really doesn't have any big uh, fights that are out there for him, unless he fights uh, Gennady Golovkin. But the problem with uh, the fight with Golovkin is Golovkin wants Ward to come down uh, it's 164 pounds. That's not going to happen. And then uh, the fight with Sergey Kovalev could be uh, a good fight for him. But the whole problem with fighting Kovalev is Kovalev's not a big star. He's not going to bring a lot of money for a pay-per-view fight. And that fight has to be on pay-per-view because of the demands of both fighters as far as uh, how much money they want to make. Andre Warren, and Shinati Golovkin at 165 probably in uh, February, maybe March mm, at the well, latest. I, I don't, uh, Pedro, I, I don't think that fight's going to happen. Well, that's the only – listen, uh, Rock Nation and Jay-Z, they don't have a whole lot of options here. I mean, they don't want to deal with Al Heyman. They won't do any business with Al Heyman at all. Politically, is is in, it ain't happening. Those guys are bitter enemies. Okay, So that's not going to happen. Even if there's a lot of money out there, it's not going to happen. So where does Andre Ward go? Where does he go? I mean, he's got to end up going. I, he can go to 175 and fight uh, Kovalov, but that's probably a more dangerous fight for him than Gennady Golovkin at 165. All right, I agree with you there 100%. I, I guess what I was getting at is I I don't think Ward will fight Golovkin at a catch weight of 165 pounds. I, I, don't, I think Ward has probably a little bit too, too much pride, and I don't think he can make 165 pounds. I, I just don't see it as being reasonable. And I don't think um, he feels that Golovkin has the, the leverage to force him to go to 165 pounds. I, I don't think Golovkin is, has uh, earned enough in his career yet to make those kind of demands. Man, you guys keep selling this guy short. I can't believe it. 32-0, and 33-0, uh, 30 knockouts, 21 straight knockouts in a row, and people still knock. I just can't believe it. I mean, what does he have to do? I mean, he punches holes in everybody. He stops people with dramatic body shots. He stops them with wicked combinations. He beats them down. He chases them across the ring. I mean, there's nowhere to go with this guy. And yet everybody's saying, well, show me more. Show me more. Show me more. How much does a guy have to show you, Kevin? I don't think it really has anything to do with um, whether or not you think he's a great fighter or not. I think he's a great fighter. I just don't believe that Andre Ward is going to concede two, three pounds to a guy that he feels is his equal. And I, I think that's what he 
I mean, they both are probably going to want to split the money 50-50. And if I believe that's the case, I, I think Andre Ward is a career 168-pounder, and he's not going to concede two or three pounds to a guy that he believes should move up in weight if he wants to fight him for his title. See, I, I, well, I, here's what's up. I think catch weight is pretty good here as far as, as both. I'm looking at it from both guys' levels. And, of course, David Lemieux and Gennady Golovkin to test the pay-per-view market, I believe, in October. And if Golovkin does well in that pay-per-view, guess what? All of a sudden, he really is in the driver's seat as far as a fight with Andre Ward's concerned because Ward's never been on pay-per-view. Has he? Do you think? Do you think? Do you think that pay per view with uh, Lemieux is going to? Do you think that's going to do well, or you uh, think it's going to exceed other expectations? Or well, how, how do you feel about that? Because I'm not too sold on Lemieux as a pay per view B side at this point in his career, but I do understand the reason why they're making the fight. Okay, well, I, I tell you, I think that this is going to be his, his, his first uh, real foray into the world of pay per view, and I would think that if he did. If you did 300,000 homes, 400,000 homes, that would be an accomplishment. It really would. I mean, his first step out of the gate into pay-per-view. But if he does anything over that, that's, you know, that's asking for, that's getting more than you're asking for. I really, I really think so. And, of course, HBO is going to be involved in this, I believe. And if HBO does the pay-per-view end of this, of course, they'll be promoting the hell out of it. And that's a good thing because HBO, you know, I, I just don't know. I'm going back to the Al Heyman method of, of promoting boxing. Okay, I, I just think it's a working deal. Uh, it's a working, it's a work in progress, but it's it's something that boxing fans can 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 get involved with. They can watch fights like today. It'll be on Bounce TV tonight. Last night it was on ESPN. I mean, this is good stuff. And and you know these fighters are getting paid more. Bob Arum said, "quote He's paying them ridiculous amounts of money." I mean, if he says something like that, isn't that the best or endorsement Al Heyman could ever have? Yeah, I think so. I, I think the. Um pretty much the onus on Al Heyman right now is he needs to put on, uh, he's got a lot of fighters. I think he needs to put on some better fights, but obviously um, in the first six months, he's not going to put all his best fighters in uh, against each other right away. He's trying to build a brand. And I, I think really what this uh, whole experiment, if you, if that's what you want to call it, is all about is he's trying to uh, create more of a, a base from the casual fans because there's obviously the diehard boxing fans. I mean, they'll, they'll watch Unimosh. You know I mean? It's pretty ridiculous. But he, he wants to build uh, fans in the more casual, uh, you know, from the more casual sports fan, guys who watch baseball, uh, people who watch football, um, you know, all the major sports in the U.S. He's trying to get a hold of that fan base and bring that to boxing. Kevin Perry of KONation.com, folks. Kevin, I wish you the best. Thank you so much. And we will talk real soon. All right, thanks a lot, Pete. All the best. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide, 53, make it 54 minutes past the hour. One little short segment to go, talking boxing. Of course, we switch gears in about seven or eight minutes. And, of course, we talk MMA, UFC 190 down in the, man, in the rearview mirror. And guess what? Ronda's looking back another, like, 24-second. Good Lord, man. When's Ronda going to be tested? Scott Cuddy, come out and fight Ronda Rousey. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. The way that you walk. Talk really knocks me out, girl. The clothes that you wear, the style of your hair, the way that you fare. Under all conditions, you're mine all of the time. We all know health care has changed drastically. It's quite the puzzle to sort through your options and find a health insurance plan that's affordable and maximizes your benefits. And you're now required by law to have health insurance or you may pay a tax penalty. So let the Health Markets Insurance Agency help you. They offer plans from over 120 different companies and can even help you obtain government subsidies. Let them do all the research for you and show you how affordable health insurance can be. A service that's at no extra cost to you. Call now and learn your options to find affordable health insurance. 800-614-1242. 800-614-1242. Health Markets Insurance Agency is a DBA or assumed name of Insphere Insurance Solutions, Inc., which is a licensed insurance agency in all 50 states and D.C. Not all agents are licensed to sell all products. Service availability varies by state. 
Health insurance is on everybody's mind right now. You either don't have it or you have it and you think it's too expensive. And you probably feel like you don't have any options. We can help. We are the Health Markets Insurance Agency. We offer health insurance plans from major carriers nationwide and likely have a plan that can save you money. Whether you're self-employed, on a COBRA plan that's about to expire, or you simply don't have health insurance where you work and you need it, the Health Markets Insurance Agency can help you. Our agents will help you find coverage you can afford. Health Markets Insurance Agency is an authorized agency in all 50 states, including the District of Columbia. Plans may not be available in all states. 800-614-1242. 800-614-1242. 800-614-1242. 800-614-1242. Today, more than ever, Americans need a means to protect their life savings. With a troubled economy and government spending out of control, they've been forced to promote loose money policies, which decreases the value of the dollar and promotes inflation. Birch Gold Group can help you protect your savings by rolling over all or a portion of your IRA or 401k into an IRA backed by physical gold. Take advantage of the best gold prices in years and enjoy the long-term hedge against inflation that gold provides by moving into a gold IRA from Birch Gold Group, the precious metal IRA specialists. Call Birch Gold Group today for a free consultation on how a tax-free rollover to a gold IRA can offer stability, protection, and the peace of mind that your life savings, which you've worked so hard to build, is safe. Call 888-221-0010 and receive Birch Gold's free information kit, which offers the best-kept secrets for safeguarding your savings with gold. Call 888-221-0010. That's 888-221-0010. You know what? As long as she fights me 135 pounds, I don't care if she's injecting a horse demon into her eyeballs. You know, I'm going to beat that girl regardless, and I'm going to prove a point that um, you don't need to dope to win. If they want to test her extra, fine, you know. Go ahead and do that. But regardless, I'm going to beat that girl to the ground. Now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. Do you say apricot or do you say apricot? Some people like to say apricot. Some people like to say apricot. Sure. Ronda Rousey coming up in hour number two, of course, a winner in UFC 190. Still saying she, Cyborg Santos has to make 135 in order for them to fight. I don't think so. Anyway, there's got to be a catchweight fight there because the chick just can't make 135. Want um, to mention this. One of the big, biggest boxing fans I've ever met. He was always at the big fights. Talk about Joe Jackson, Michael Jackson's father. Of course, he, he, he's done some things that, you know, if you read some of the uh, history of the Jackson family, it was probably wasn't too cool. But the bottom line is he went to Brazil to celebrate his 87th birthday, and he had a stroke, and he's left blind. And all I'm saying is this. Joe Jackson had the most beautiful women on his on his arms every time I saw him. So I gave him props to that. He had the most beautiful women. I mean, we're talking about 13s or 14s on a scale of 1 to 10. They were just gorgeous. So I hope Joe Jackson gets well. He's blind. And, of course, he's 87 years old. Some people say it's karma coming back on Joe, but Joe was always good to me. So you can always, you can only judge people on how they, you know, correspond with you. And Joe Jackson was always good to me and took my calls when I did call him. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live World. With this hour, you're inside looking to the world of boxing, often imitated but never duplicated. This is your inside looking to the world of boxing and MMA. Upcoming. An hour number two on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network, iHeartRadio and Sirius XM Satellite Radio. We talk MMA and UFC, UFC 190. 